Hello and welcome to Backchat, your podcast all about scoliosis, yoga and back care. My name is Christine Jaregiberry. I'm a yoga teacher, creator of the Yogaberry Yoga for Scoliosis community and YouTube channel. And this show is all about supporting you on your scoliosis journey. So if you're looking for practical advice and inspiration on how to manage the condition with yoga and movement, then you're in the right place. Hello everyone and welcome to Backchat. Welcome to Yoga Berry, your yoga for scoliosis community. Um, if you are completely new to this channel, if you are completely new to me, my name is Christine Jaregi Berry. I'm a yoga teacher. I specialize in teaching yoga to those that have scoliosis. And thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for being here. If you are here live, then you can use the, um, the chat box. You can talk to me. You can ask me any questions. Um, if you're watching this afterwards on the replay, feel free, obviously, as well to um, use the comment box, right? Ask me if you've got any anything you want to know or if there's anything, maybe um, any future suggestions of topics, of guests that you would like to see on the show. That would be great. Now, we had a little summer break. Um, those of you who are regulars, and I can see Laura is um, here. She's saying hello. Thank you so much, Laura. Um, and yeah, I'm just bringing up her comment. She's Laura is from Buenos Aires. She's one of my, my regulars at the moment. She says, lovely first class after vacations. Thank you so much, Laura. Yes, so those of you... Um, who might not know, I do teach a regular Wednesday um, afternoon for me class um, for Yoga for Scoliosis online via Zoom. So all that you need is a some sort of device that uh, can cope with Zoom. And um, yeah, you can you can practice with me. You can either just drop in, so just pay for a drop in session, or I've got a um, a uh, membership as well where you get those classes for free good lovely someone is saying hello this looks cool okay no pressure then right what are we talking about today um so yes it took me a little bit of time to kind of get back but i'm really really happy to come back here after my holiday we had a little bit of time in europe in in germany where my family is from and then in in france as well to recharge, and I think this is really, really important um, for anyone out there, right? Sometimes you need a little bit of a break from all the busyness, from all the things, and then you can give even more and help people even more. At least that's that's how I see it. And really, this community is there to share uh, what I know, um, but not not only what I know, but also... Um, I bring people on this show who know a lot more things than I do about scoliosis. And um, yeah, we, we're all here to learn from each other and to share. So that's really what this is about. Nobody has all the answers, I'm afraid. Um, but yes, we're kind of unraveling some of these things, obviously, here in this back chat and yeah, trying to make it a little bit more clear. So if you are just joining me, then feel free to come and say hello um, in the chat box. 
just say where you're where you're from and you might have a specific question obviously what we're talking about today is um the question can yoga actually make our scoliosis worse so um adventurous dan is saying hello hi let me know where you're from where you're tuning in from so this question was actually inspired um by someone who posted in my facebook group and those of you who haven't joined yet make sure that you do it's called yoga for scoliosis community if you are using facebook um if yeah i know the younger generation doesn't uh, in in which case you might want to follow me on instagram where i also share a lot of content but this facebook group is is great as you will get lots of different perspectives and and lots of different people of of all different ages right let's let's face it scoliosis doesn't discriminate it's it it's it's all different types of age uh, ages it's it's different types of people it discriminates a little bit because it tends to be more women than men that suffer from scoliosis um but what is obviously what we're looking to do is 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 to share and maybe how um maybe some of those answers and if you ask your question you know a lot of times i will i will ask you how old you are right because that might affect my answer as well so adventurous dan is from pennsylvania lovely so i'm guessing it's um still morning for you right now i'm assuming so it's it's 4 p.m here in the in the uk um so yeah it might be is it eastern time i'm not quite sure <laughs> good Anne marie is here from new york lovely thank you so much for for tuning in so this is what i'm what i'm talking about today i'm going to be talking about this this question of basically you know, very often we talk about can yoga help with scoliosis, to which my answer would be yes, it can absolutely. But does this mean that yoga can also make my scoliosis worse, which would kind of be the logical thing to say, right? If, it, if you can make it better, you can probably also make it worse. So we're going to unpack that a little bit today. And I will read you as well the, the full question. But I think before we go into detail for that, um I think we really have to think about what we're what we're talking about when we're asking ourselves is it going to make my scoliosis worse right what does that actually mean do you mean uh you will have more pain do you mean that your cob angle might increase do you mean that uh, it might look worse because I think all of these things they're not related necessarily so a bigger cob angle and we know this from research uh, a bigger cob angle does not mean that there is definitely more pain it's it's not directly um correlated at all um about your self-image again that doesn't have a direct correlation it doesn't have anything to do with maybe how you feel in your body what does it actually mean to you to make your scoliosis worse. So that's that's maybe some of the, the things to, to consider and maybe some, some of those things to rethink. Because again, I, I always stress this, um, just because your X-ray is worse, doesn't mean that, again, you have more pain. It doesn't mean that you are worse off as a person that, um, 
that you're going to be unhappy. It doesn't mean any of these things. Good. Lovely. Uh, okay, so we've got someone saying here, Mama Pia. Uh, hi, I'm in Phoenix, Arizona, being treated by a chiropractor and then recently returned to my yoga classes, feeling worse, having difficulty standing without pain again. Good. So I would like to know if you're relating this back to yoga. This is kind of, um, I, I think this is really what we're talking about here today. Can can yoga actually make your scoliosis worse, right? Um, so this this would be kind of my my immediate question do you think that this is related to the yoga practice and this is one of the other things obviously again that i want to when we're unpacking this question what does it mean to make it worse also what do we mean by yoga practice right that also doesn't mean the same thing to one person and the next for some people, yoga is very much about uh, meditation. It's about, you know, a, a way of living that might not actually mean exercise or, or, or anything physical. I'm assuming that if most people who are talking about a yoga class, that I, they are talking about some sort of movement. Again, one yoga class is not the same for, for from from the next class, unlike Pilates, which is much more kind of regulated, well, regulated, it's a, there's a bit more, I guess, similarities in, in the classes. For yoga, there's a huge variety of classes and you can go to some, you know, really, really crazy ones and very out there esoteric classes. You can go to others which are very much like a full on fitness boot camp class. So there is a huge amount of variety there. So um, that you're feeling worse, is that the fault of yoga? And is that the fault of the movements that you're making? Is that the fault of the teacher who's maybe giving you the wrong things to do? Um, so these are some of the, the things that we want to consider. And you're looking, I know that you're, you're looking for answer. At the moment, I'm just asking you more questions, right? Um, but I think it's, it's important to not to simplify this because it is, it is quite a complicated um, topic. And, you know, we, we need to kind of be a little bit open-minded and take some responsibility there as well. Okay, Philippa is saying, sometimes I fear my sciatica gets irritated or the SI joints. So, I'm sorry to say this. This is is kind of it's it's a very common thing for people who are very flexible. So I'm wondering if you are quite flexible and for people who have got quite a strong um vigorous yoga practice. Right? And I I'm talking about full on like uh you know full on reverse triangle poses um you know quite advanced back bends um things like that i'm not saying that they are the fault of of you know and there might be the cause of of what you're doing um but there seems to be some correlation there so usually it's people who are very flexible who who are lacking stability 
um, in that area, in that SI joint area, that get problems. So my suggestion would be for you, Philippa, maybe to investigate a little bit more and maybe doing less of the um, the poses that could be kind of uh, could be could be making that sort of area a little bit more flexible or instable, meaning probably some of the twisting ones that they can sometimes be problematic, especially kind of, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm talking triangle pose and reverse triangle pose, those ones, anything asymmetric, um, anything that is a twist with a back bend, again, can sometimes a, a little bit be um, a little bit problematic. Obviously, I don't know you, Philippa, and I, I don't. I would need a lot more information, obviously, to to give you more um, feedback on that. But you know, this this might be an example of where some of the the yoga poses that we're practicing, or the way that we're practicing, could make some symptoms of scoliosis worse right so i'm i'm differentiating already the the answer a little bit but let me read you uh leah's um leah's full question and i i really hope that you're watching this leah as well because uh, thank you so much first of all because i think it's a brilliant question it was posted in the in the facebook group which is free everyone can join that yoga for scoliosis community by yoga berry um so join us in there if you would like, if you haven't yet. So Leah is saying, I'm looking to sign my 13-year-old up for yoga. I feel nervous about making sure the instructor is giving proper direction as I feel worried that their scoliosis could get worse if not properly done. Should I worry about this or is any yoga good for them and I shouldn't worry so much? So first of all, amazing, Leah, you are... You are you are doing research, you're doing all the things for your child, you, you know, um, they're going through, a, the whole family is probably going through quite a, quite a tough time, uh, being recently diagnosed, there's lots of things you all, all of a sudden have to consider your, your child, um, at the end of the day has to, to adjust some things, and I could see from some of the comments there, and the way that you answered, Leah, that your 13-year-old I'm not sure if it's a boy or a girl, um, that they are in a brace as well. So that, again, is another big adjustment. So well done, you, for, you know, for being proactive and looking for all these answers. And you're, you're doing an amazing job. So that's, first of all, I, I do want to say that because I think that it's important. Um Second of all, you know, should you worry about this? Well, of course, you, you know, your feelings are absolutely justified. I'm a mom. Um, I would be, of course, I would be worried, right? So, so allow yourself to be worried. Now, if this is justified, you know, again, this is, this is kind of what we're going to talk a lot about a little bit more. So, you're basically worried that your 13 year old is going to a yoga class and is going to do something that will then make the scoliosis worse so this is how i i understand the the question 
So in order to, an to answer this, I, I would ask you, first of all, what is the reason that you signed them up for a yoga class, right? And 13 years old, um, it might be, I'm just assuming here, this might be an after-school club situation. Uh, maybe it's a group class with other children where they might be having fun together. They might be um, enjoying some, some time kind of, exploring different movements, laughing, you know, in, in kids yoga, there's a lot of games. Um, there's a lot of kind of fun things that that they can do. Um, they might be doing some relaxation, some guided kind of uh, dream journeys, you know, fun things like that. They might be doing some breathing exercises, which can be really useful. So I would ask a lot more questions, right? Why have you signed them up for yoga? And what is this What is this class all about? So again, if I'm picturing a fun children's class, I'm seeing a lot of benefits, right? I'm seeing a lot of like setting aside the movement for now. I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking about all the things that they're going to experience. They're going to have fun. They're going to laugh. They're going to learn how to relax. Ah, how important is that? Amazing. If you're 13 years old and you learn this, you're, you're already ahead of most adults, really. If you can learn about um, how to breathe properly, if you can learn about how breathing makes you feel, how this can relax you. Amazing. All fantastic benefits. You're also learning about how your body works how different movements make you feel in terms of energy, um, in terms of um, maybe, you know, how the, how the body exactly works, body awareness, fantastic. All amazing things. These are the benefits, right? So if, again, I, do, I don't know too much about this and it might be a completely different situation, but if these are the benefits, I would say, wow, that's amazing, right? What are the risks? on the other hand. So benefits versus risks. Um, your child, I think the, the cob angle is in is about 20 something degrees for 13 year old. Um, being in a brace. Um, so obviously, there is some treatment required. So it's not just a it is a mild scoliosis, but it's kind of heading towards moderate. Um, on the other hand, they are in a brace right? I don't know how many hours a day, but it's under control, right? They are in a brace for however many hours a day. How much time are they spending in this yoga class? Is it once a week? Then I would really think about you've got this once a week situation versus 24 hours times seven, where they might be doing other things. Okay, my maths wasn't great. Minus one, obviously. So it's it's that little, that one hour a week versus all the other time, right? Where they are either in a brace or think about what else they're doing. Now, if they're sitting at their desk in kind of this sort of uh, situation, which they won't be because they're in a brace, but I'm just giving it as an example. I would be much more worried about this as a mom than about that one hour yoga class, right? So one hour of yoga a week 
is not going to make their scoliosis worse. I'm just going to put it out there. If you if you are if you disagree with me, um, feel free to send me an email. Obviously, um, I I appreciate other opinions as well, but I hardly I I don't believe that um, a little bit of movement, fun, playful movement in a kids yoga class for one hour a week is going to make scoliosis worse. If they're doing it every single day, and if they're doing the same thing every single day, then that's another situation, of course. So, you know, we have to kind of put this in, in perspective, right? Movement in general, and there have been statistics, uh, there have been studies, sorry, studies, um, that show that any movement is still better than no movement, right? So enjoyment, um movement it's part of being a child and it's very important if they are in a brace they are already kind of restricted and in there so i would not take that away from them okay sorry that was kind of a long monologue let's go back to to my chat um okay so laura is 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 asking is it preferable to practice half an hour a day that um as opposed to what as opposed to one hour a week is that maybe what what you're asking so again you know we have to think about who we're talking about this i was talking here about leah's child who's 13 um who might just be doing this for fun and the mom is worried um that it will make the the scoliosis worse in which case i would say if if I'm assuming this correctly, it's a kids yoga class and it's one hour a week or something like that, I wouldn't worry about it. Um, if you're kind of thinking about as, as an adult and to make yourself better, to, to, uh, to advance in your yoga practice, whatever that means to you, then I do think practicing every day is, is better. Yes, and then when if we do practice every day, then we do obviously have to be a little bit more um, mindful about what we practice, right, and how we practice. And in that case, I would agree with some of the, the comments on Leah's post where people are saying um, the wrong type of yoga could be, well, I, I did not like the wording of detrimental, um, where it maybe could cause more problems than benefits. Again, weighing up the risks and the benefits. So again, in that case, if, if it is kind of a daily situation and um, to kind of maybe practicing alongside uh, the, the Schross exercises, if that's what they're doing, or um, you know any type of kind of scoliosis treatment, then I would obviously seek out a teacher who knows about scoliosis, right? And somebody who understands the rotation and understands what's what's going on and maybe what what types of movements, not that you can't do them, but maybe don't do them all the time. And I think with children especially, it's the um, kids are very clever, <laughs> first of all. Um, much more than we give them credit for. And 
if something is hurting, they will not do it, right? They will refuse to do it. So that's the good thing. <laughs> They're very, very unlikely to injure themselves, first of all, in, in, in a yoga class, right? It's very, very unlikely. Not that it doesn't happen, but still, it is very unlikely. In terms of making the scoliosis worse, again, I feel there's other things that are going to be making it worse before that, and that's going to be being in that curve pattern. So we all, with scoliosis, we have a pattern that our spine takes us into. It's rotated, it's curved. If we're tired, we are sinking into that pattern. If you have a brace, you can't. But obviously, if you if you don't have a brace, then yes, you, you know, there, there, there'll be things that could potentially make it worse because then the muscles are pulling even more um, with gravity, being tired, being stressed. Yes, that could make make it worse. And as somebody pointed out as well, if they're still growing, especially, um, that is more likely to happen. However, it's called idiopathic scoliosis. So we don't know exactly where it's coming from and what exactly the cause of this scoliosis is, right? And there is not enough data to show um, why and how it progresses, right? Some suggest it's certain it's over a certain cob angle that it 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 progresses. Could you have done something to prevent it? Uh, these are the sort of things we don't know, right? We we don't know these things. It's it's all great, kind of to uh, hindsight is great, and and thinking, oh, you know, if I had known this. 10 years ago, I would have done this and this. We don't know if that would have made a difference. Okay, so Anna is saying, let's go, let's go take it back to, to the chat here. Um, Anna is saying, hi, when I try to do basic forward bends, it is difficult for me, even puppy pose and especially downward dog. I don't know what that's all about. I just try those every now and then. Okay. So basic forward bend. So I'm assuming um, you've, you've got scoliosis. I don't know if you've got a, a fused spine or if you, have, um, if, you're, um, if you haven't had any surgery. So that would be, that would be interesting to know. Um, also, what is it? So why would you like to, to forward bend? Is it because you want to uh, please your teacher, <laughs> do something that everyone else does. So uh, again, I would ask myself why you're doing it. And maybe it's because you're, you have tight legs, right? And you found some of these stretches are good for your hamstrings, right? And that might be, okay, great. Then that's a, that's a great reason to, to practice some, some forward bending. In terms of scoliosis, um, not fused, yes, scoliosis. Okay, lovely. In terms of your scoliosis, um, again, I don't know how how big the scoliosis is. Is it if it's relatively mild, you do not, and it doesn't progress, you do not have to worry so much about it. If it's, however, moderate to severe, and it is a progressive scoliosis, 
then we need to look at some of these forward bends, right? And we need to make sure that you're doing them correctly, that you're not causing um, more kind of instability, that, uh, you know, that, that you're not going into your pattern even more in your forward bend. Because in a forward bend, and I'm talking about flexing the spine, um, you are going into the maximum amount of rotation. If you can do a forward bend from your hips with a straight spine, straight spine, with a long spine, then that's a different situation. Okay, then then again, then your your spine is in a in a in the best possible position, and you can stretch your hamstrings, right? So so that's great. So that's kind of what what I have to say about um, forward bend. So I wouldn't worry about if it's if it's being difficult. I would say great. Um, you've got something that you can maybe work on then, and maybe there's some some muscle tension that is holding you back. Um, but also ask yourself why you're doing it, right? So there might not be kind of a um, a justified reason to be able to forward bend. What you do want to do is be able to pick something up from the floor, of course, and tie your shoes. So um, <laughs> in that sense, it is probably useful to, to do some of those movement movements. Okay, so let me know if um, if there are any any questions about this. I'm going back to Leah's question here. So I'm looking to sign my 13-year-old up for yoga. If you're nervous about making sure the instructor is giving proper direction, though, as I feel worried that their scoliosis could get worse if not done properly. So I've I've talked a little bit about the kind of amount versus you know what else they're doing. Again, being a brace, being good in that sense. Let's talk about the instructor, right? Because, because you, we're obviously giving the instructor a lot of power here by saying what they are telling the child to do is going to make the scoliosis worse, right? Uh, which, which, you know, is, is, is a little bit problematic. Um, so yes, it's useful as an instructor to know about scoliosis and especially if it's kind of, if it's a severe one and if it's progressive. So you might want to point them in, you know, you, if, you, if you are worried about this, ask them questions, right? What is your experience working with, with children that have scoliosis? Or, you know, if you're an adult, same thing. Um, you know, what's your experience? Have you had anyone before who had maybe it's spinal fusion, not just scoliosis? So ask them some questions and they are allowed to say, look, a, a yoga teacher, they there's so many conditions that they are expected to know about, right? There's a lot of them covered in, in teacher trainings, but not by far not all of them. Scoliosis is not a big subject of a teacher training. So chances are that they don't know that much about it, in which case it's kind of you to, to, to maybe do some research about it and tell them. Now I do offer um, a, a workshop for yoga teachers, so you can point them in my, di my direction. The next one is happening 
um, on the 9th and 16th of October. Um, so for fitness instructors, yoga teachers, um, anyone who kind of works with, with movement and who wants to learn more, send them my way and I will tell them about it and I will tell them, you know, what might be the, the things that we might want to look out for. Um, again, in children's yoga, it's highly unlikely that there are going to be kind of, you know, they want to keep all the children safe. There's not going to be any extreme sort of things that they're going to do. They're going to be focusing more on having fun and, and moving. Uh, with adults, that's a different situation, right? In adult yoga class, there can be quite um, quite extreme yoga poses. And then it's a little bit of, yes, there is, of course, there is responsibility here with the instructor of, you know, what, what can they do to make sure people are safe? Uh, but they cannot control everything. They cannot control how you take in that information. Um, they cannot control how far, they cannot feel what you're feeling, right? So you do need to take some responsibility and um, make sure that you're not going past what your body is telling you, overriding what your body, body is telling you. Again, children are great at this, adults, not so much right? We want to please the teacher. We want to do like everyone else. So sometimes we just kind of override what our bodies are telling us. And that is kind of the one of the difficulties. Okay. Lovely. Um, Gabby is asking, not asking, telling. Oh, no, she is asking, what moves would help me with left lumbar 30 degrees and 18 thoracic and a recent disc bulge in L4, L5 discovered. I am 47 and no surgeries. Thank you. Lovely. Thank you uh, for giving giving us your your um, your age as well, which you know I would have would have asked about you giving us the cop angle. Um, great. There's still a lot of things, obviously, to to be able to give you very specific ad advice. I you know would of course need to know a little bit more. So in my private sessions, I go through a long kind of assessment um, process, of course. But just from looking at this, where I would start would be with the, uh, the disc bulge, but only if you're still um, experiencing pain. So that would be, that's the place where I usually start, where um, is, is, is any symptoms you know, what's what's happening um, in that situation. So um, disc bulge, I normally start with some like gentle pelvic tilts just to see how that area is, is moving, tilting forwards and backwards, um, side to side, just kind of seeing if, if that's all good. Um, again, a bridge pose. Bridge pose is, is great. Generally, I think that's a very useful pose for um for lumbar scoliosis as well because um we can really notice sometimes how one side kind of works differently compared to the other um anything so again disc bulge i'm thinking you know compression there's compression we want to elongate we want to lengthen 
also what we need with scoliosis. So these are there are the sort of poses like extended puppy pose, downward dog, those things have been mentioned before. If done correctly, um, then they can be very helpful. However, there are, you know, again, if, you, if, you, if you're doing this um, and actually your back is rounding while you're doing your downward dog, then that's not so helpful, right? Whose fault is this? Of course, you know, is this yoga's fault? Is this downward dog's fault? <laughs> um, is it the yoga teacher's fault or is it the student's fault? Um, nobody's really, in my opinion, um, but we all have to take the responsibility of, you know, that, that we can and there are things we can control and there are things that we cannot control. Does that help you, Gabby? <laughs> I'm hoping that it does. Okay, Anna is asking, I feel legs supported on the wall is much relaxing for my legs. Thanks, doc. Don't call me doc. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. I am a yoga teacher, right? So let's just make this clear. I'm, I am trying to make this clear, obviously, for everyone. Um, scoliosis is kind of my, well, apart from that, it's in my body. <laughs> Um, I do have a, a very a personal interest in it. I've been researching this for years. I've been talking to experts for years and I share what I know, but I'm not a medical professional. I'm not a doctor. Um, but coming back to um, legs on the wall, I agree. I've, I think that's a lovely relaxing pose and um, relaxation is, is very important. And working with children as well as as adults in this kind of in in these times pandemic you know all the news of wars and you know all the information that we get social media all the time uh unlimited amount of things to watch content there is no there's there's no stopping there's not enough break there's not enough nothing <laughs> and i think that's that's one of the the most important things and i i do have other podcasts about this about pain and you know very often it's stress related right it's 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 about stress much more and you know all the other things that we do rather than the shape of our spines so I'm really hoping, Leah, that, uh, you know, this is obviously quite a long, this is a 40-minute answer <laughs> to your question. I'm hoping that I've, I've covered it. Um, again, you, you feel free to message me, Leah, and, and tell me, you know, if you want to ask my opinion and tell me more about the yoga class and I tell you, you know, what I think about it, what type of yoga, what do they do and all of that, then I'm, I'm happy to, to answer that. Um, but... Otherwise, um, guys, um, thank you so much for watching, for all of you who are uh, participating in the chat. It always makes it much more fun. You, I do this every week, as you know, so you bring your questions. You can ask me anything here. I won't always have the answer, but I will try. Um, so 4 p.m. UK time. There is the replay that you can watch afterwards. You can also listen this on your podcast app. If you're using, if you prefer that, then you don't have, you can have that in the background, right? If you're whatever, driving or 
um, doing cooking or doing something else, then that might be more convenient. So make sure to subscribe to my channel um, on the podcast, on YouTube. Um, that's how you can support me, um, which would be amazing. Obviously, follow me on Instagram, which is yogaberry.scoliosis. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Bye, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would be super grateful if, if you could leave me a five-star rating and review, which will help me to create lots more amazing content. If you have any questions or suggestions, reach out to me on Instagram at yogaberry.scoliosis or visit my website at www.yogaberry.net.